listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Frankie Boy Radio. I'm your host, Josh Urban. Thanks for tuning in tonight, or this afternoon, or this morning, or whenever you're listening, such as the beauty of a podcast. Hope you've been having a good Monday over there. I got the Starship cooling and ready for takeoff in the front yard. That would be the telescope. And this evening, I'm going to be wandering through nearby deep space. Not a distant galaxy, but our own galaxy, which is still mind-bogglingly vast. Um, it's so big. Here's a, here's a good example. Okay, so if you scale down the solar system to the size of a quarter, which, mind you, this is a pretty big scaling because... The solar system as it stands, if I had a cosmic highway and I could drive my little car along it without stopping at 60 miles an hour, it would take me six months months to get to the moon and 5,000 years to drive to Neptune. This is without stopping. 5,000 years. So if we scaled that down to the size of a quarter, the Milky Way galaxy, our home galaxy, would be as big as the United States. So this is still, we're going to take a pretty good visual journey this evening, right? And we're going to look at the constellation Hercules. And Hercules is uh, one of the summer constellations. And in case you didn't know, I didn't know this until I started getting into astronomy, is the constellations change by season. So this is the Earth is, is spinning around on its axis, and this is what gives us days and nights, right? And then as it's spinning around like a top, it's spinning around the sun, or it's orbiting the sun, and it takes a full year to complete that orbit. So depending on where it is in its orbit, when nighttime shows up, we're going to see different constellations in the sky. So we're going to be looking at a different part of space. So this is cool. You can tell what time of year it is by knowing what constellations are up. Pretty neat stuff. You can also tell what time of night it is by the constellations too, but all that's another story. So the constellation Hercules is rising in, and it, well, it appears to be, and it, we're looking through its stars, is one of the most wondrous sights in the heavens, the great globular cluster, they really need to pick a better name, M13, that refers to Messier 13. Charles Messier was a comet hunter back in the late 1700s, and what a comet hunter does is he or she will go out and look at the sky and try to note the position or note the appearance of anything that is not supposed to be there or not normally there. So you survey all the stars and if you see a new little fuzzy blob, well, that could be a comet. Well, Chuck kept running into star clusters, galaxies, nebula that were fuzzy and he kept getting false positives for his comet hunt. So he said, okay, enough of this and he made a catalog of things that looked like comets but were actually objects in space. And today, amateur astronomers, he made comet discoveries too, but amateur astronomers have largely forgot about his comet discoveries and just concentrate on his list of avoid objects. So Messier 13 is uh, the top of one of the top objects of the list. It's awesome. People love looking at this. Uh, uh, Haley of Haley's Comet discovered it before Messier way back in 1734 or something like that, a long, long time ago. And what this is, this is 100,000 stars condensed into a, a, a 
giant globe of stars. And these stars are incredibly ancient. The universe is about 13 billion years old. This is about 12 billion years old. So ancient stars, and it's incredibly far away, even though it's close by cosmic standards. It's about between 21 and 25,000 light years away. So let's call it 23,000 light years away. That means that the photons that I will be seeing this evening started their journey when humanity had discovered you could domesticate sheep. And this is before people were, before there is records of people living in Alaska, before that. So it's been going a long time. Now that sounds like a, a, a long distance, but um, it's to help me wrap my head around it. This is, how big of a distance it is so it light can go around the earth seven times in one second it goes to the moon and back uh no it goes to the moon takes 1.2 seconds to go to the moon it takes eight minutes to get from the sun to here and if you convert it into pure miles a light year is 5.88 trillion miles well how many is a trillion? They're always throwing that around on the news, right? Oh, this will only cost a trillion dollars, right? Well, so so trillion is, a, I took, I was doing an episode about this uh, a couple of weeks ago, but this is worth repeating. I have the compact Oxford, compact edition of the Oxford Dictionary. I think I'm messing up that name, but it's the, the two volume set of the Oxford Dictionary that total has 4,000 pages in it and you need a magnifying glass to read the words so tiny is the print. If you took each letter and counted it up, one page has about 50,000 letters. A book has about 400 million letters and exclamation points and commas in it. Characters, not words, characters. So a billion is about two and a half of these books a trillion is a stack of these books 570-some feet high. That's quite a difference. I did not realize it was quite a, that much of a difference. So a light year would be almost six stacks of these dictionaries 575 or three feet high. I think it's 573 feet high. If my memory serves me correctly. That's, that would be one light year. And this is 23,000 light years away. And that's relatively close by. So it's way out there. But what does it look like? When I look through the eyepiece, this is what it looks like. It looks like you've had a wonderful dinner at Thanksgiving. And the host or hostess has this beautiful blue, dark blue, almost black velvet tablecloth. Which would be a mistake around me. And and I've, I've sat there and I've had a wonderful evening and I'm munching on a breadstick and I accidentally break one of the breadsticks and it spews crumbs everywhere, right? So I kind of try to smush them all or, or sweep them all up into a little pile. It looks like a little pile of crumbs or maybe a pile of sugar on dark blue velvet. And you look at this and there's a hundred thousand stars right there. Again, those photons started their journey out 23,000 thousand years ago when I reach in my eye as the fireflies start to sparkle in the night and the crickets chirp. It's quite a sight. It's quite a sight. 
So wanted to share that with you. That's one of the things I'll be looking for. And I'll also try to find the Turtle Nebula. More on that later. It's actually, some people call it the Turtle Nebula. Apparently it looks like a turtle. A very small cosmic turtle. It's a beautiful universe out there. Anyway, folks, are you ready for our deep breaths? Let's get to it. Sit back and relax. Let your eyes drift gently closed. Inhale through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. And let us begin. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Last one. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Nice. You can gently wiggle your toes and your fingers and open your eyes. You know, I just had a thought about M13, the star cluster. I remember seeing it for the first time. I was probably about 11 years old. And I'd gone to what's called a star party with my dad over at Merkel Wildlife Sanctuary in Maryland. And a gentleman there, he had made his own telescope. And this thing was a work of art. It was machined metal and glass and everything. It was a wonderful scope with crystal views. And he had M13 on that. He focused on that and it was showing beauty. I looked through, I thought it was really cool. My dad looked through, he thought it was really cool. And, and I remember talking with this guy, and he was excited about this telescope he had built. And I remember kind of thinking, wow, okay, this seems expensive, or really, you have to have some mad skills to build one of these things. And I'm interested in, in astronomy, but, you know, I don't know about all this. And, you know, that just seems like you know, maybe I'll just stick to watching birds. I remember having a conversation with my dad about saying, yeah, I think I'm just going to just keep watching birds. And well, now I, of course, do both because birds are awesome too. And, and uh, so hopefully through our conversations here, uh, you can have a piece of the sky too, even if you don't have a weird telescope cooling in the front yard or anything like that. It's just, it's, we're all part of this universe and it's, it's magnificent. But however you choose to experience it, whether it's through massive amounts of gear or just sitting back and thinking about it all, it's all good. Have a great evening over there. Let that starlight fall on you. I'll see you tomorrow.